it is a hectic time of year. Everybody's trying to wrap up business so they can relax at Christmas. And guess what? That includes people who attend births. Nobody wants to be away from home on Christmas. I totally, totally understand that. As a nurse, I worked many, many holidays. And as a midwife, I would sometimes be the one on call on Christmas. I didn't want to get called in, so I totally get it. But I knew it was a part of the job. There are some unethical things that are done every single year just before Christmas. And I want to help you not fall into this trap here on the Tuesday before Christmas. Let's dive in. Are you a Christian woman yearning for a beautiful, joyful pregnancy and birth with a focus on God, not medical tests? Are you worried the birth you want isn't possible and you're tired of being treated like an accident waiting to happen? Hey mama, I'm Lori, host of Your Birth, God's Way. I'm a certified nurse midwife now, but I wasn't always. After working for nearly 20 years in the broken maternity system, I too was in your shoes wondering how I could have the birth I wanted and that I felt God meant for me to have. I found a secret that has actually been known since the beginning of time. God's way is the best way. Spoiler alert, God made us and our babies and he knows us best. He designed us perfectly for pregnancy, birth, and nourishing our babies after birth if we work with his design and not against it. In this podcast, you'll learn how to be healthy and have joy during this time of life that will be over before you know it. So if you're ready to reclaim your birth and your babies for his glory, go turn on a few episodes of Bluey for that little one on your hip so you can put the focus back on you for a few minutes with me. I know you're busy. I know it's a busy, busy, busy week. So I'm going to dive right into our review for this week. You know the spiel. If you haven't left me a review, what are you waiting for? It's Christmas time. Give me a free Christmas present. Go over there to Apple Podcasts or whatever you listen on and leave me a five-star written review. And you might be the one getting read next time. This week, my review from back on December 5th says, This podcast has been so educating and reassuring for my second pregnancy. I am so impressed with how the information is presented and the topics are covered. Thank you for taking the time to educate us mamas who want to birth and mother in faith. God bless you. Also, thank you for not using PC or gender gender neutral language. I can't tell you how much I love seeing that because that's one of the things that um, I do not do because I feel that it is very disempowering to women to have the one thing taken away from us that we are made to do and pretending like anybody can do it. No, we are women. We're the ones that God designed to have babies and I'm okay with that. Hope you are too. So let's dive right on into our content for this week because this is an important topic that I guarantee you there are people listening to me right now who are dealing with this. As I record this, it is Sunday the 17th. I know right now labor floors across the country are starting to fill up. They're starting to fill up tonight and then they will get fuller and fuller over the coming week. Why? Inductions is why. Because see, just like you, nobody wants to be away from family on the holidays. The majority of doctors and many medwives too are going to find any excuse that they can to get their patients delivered this week because every baby that comes this week is one less that will ring their phone on Christmas. Yep, that's the truth. Because see, inductions make babies come one way or another. If they won't come vaginally because your body's not ready, 
then you'll end up in the OR with a C-section. And they don't really care how your baby gets here as long as it gets here because they don't want to catch your baby on Christmas. They don't want to be waiting in the call room on Christmas. And again, I get it. I've been there. But that's no excuse. You know, I got a little curious about birth dates because I was kind of thinking, I bet you that there are not very many Christmas babies. So I got on the interwebs and I typed in, I don't remember exactly what I typed in. It was like birth rates by date. Couldn't find anything by that. So I think I've put birth dates and then rates or something like that. And I couldn't find anything in the U.S. just on a really quick search. But I did find a graph from the U.K. with each and every day plotted out. And it was exactly as I expected. So the graph was like all oranges and reds and yellows and different shades where you could tell how many people had been born on each day of each month based on the color. And the entire graph was various shades of orange with maybe a few that were a little darker orange, except for three dates. I'll give you a minute to think about what you think those three dates are. Thinking? They are December 25th, December 26th, and January 1st. Yep, exactly what I expected. Is it really that that many fewer babies are born on those dates normally? Well, of course not. If you go back in history before inductions were a thing, I guarantee you that the rates were even day to day. But see, nobody induces on Christmas Eve night. Because see, remember, I said that labor floors are filling up tonight. When a provider brings you into the hospital at night, I guarantee you it's not about you. You know why I know that? Because they're starting your motherhood journey off with you being exhausted. Because you're having to get up in the middle of the night to go in and do all this stuff in the middle of the night when you should be sleeping. Guess who's not awake in the middle of the night when you're getting induced? That doctor who sent you in. No, they're snoozing. They're not there. The nurses who are already scheduled to be there, they're there doing the work. Doctor's not there. You know why you're being induced in the middle of the night? Because they're really, really hoping you're going to deliver before supper time tomorrow. So on December 25th, we're not inducing the day before that, right? We're not inducing Christmas Eve night. We know that we're not going to induce you on Christmas Eve night because we don't want your baby to come on Christmas Day. We're not inducing you on Christmas Day because we don't want to deal with it on Christmas or the day after Christmas either. We're also not going to induce you on New Year's Eve. So you're not going to have your baby on New Year's Day. The lowest rates, the only three dates on the entire chart that was a pale yellow color. Remember I said most of the chart was various shades of orange, maybe a few reds. The only dates that were pale yellow, December 25th, 26th, and January 1st. You connect the dots. This does not happen naturally. This is a function of the world that we live in. So let me warn you right now, and please believe me, you are not an exception. Please believe me, if you are seeing a traditional practice, or even maybe a practice that claims to be natural or natural-minded, if it's a hospital-based practice and you have a prenatal appointment this week, be ready. There is very likely going to be some reason to just come up that they're going to tell you that you need to be induced, especially if you're more than 36 weeks. It's coming. Especially. Especially if you've had a baby before and you're more than 30, 39 weeks. Did I say 36 weeks before? I meant 39 weeks. Especially if you're more than 39 weeks or if you've had a baby before. It's coming. 
because they know that there's a decent chance that you're going to have your baby on Christmas. I'm going to try to make this episode quick because it is a busy week and I get that, but I need you to hang in there with me because this is so important. And even if you're not due right now, you might end up being due around some other holiday because bottom line, doctors don't want to be in the hospital on holidays. They won't be out having fun. So even if you're not due on Christmas, hang in there because this might be relevant to you at a different time. And just so you know, guess what? You may, some of you may already know this. My baby, my second baby was due on Christmas day. My guest date was December 25th of, I'm trying to do the math real quick in my head. She was born 16, so 2015. I totally get the inconvenience and the wondering and everybody looking at you like, are you about to mess up Christmas? (laughs) I get all of that. As do my midwives who cared for me that year. But guess what? I ended up giving birth on January 2nd. I missed all the holidays. Everything was over and everybody was back to normal by the time I had my baby when I just left it be. But if I had had my baby on Christmas, that would have been okay too. See, here's the thing. Your baby inside your tummy right now doesn't have a calendar to look at. They don't care what day it is. They don't care about your plans. Your baby doesn't care about your doctor's plans. Baby doesn't care about your needs. Baby doesn't care about your doctor's needs to not be bothered on the holidays. This does not magically, the holidays do not magically make your baby's lungs ready to breathe air. It being Christmas doesn't make your baby's suck reflex be ready to kick in and nurse if you just decide to induce and make this baby come before it's ready. It doesn't make your baby magically be in the right position to find its right way out. None of those things magically happen just because Christmas is next Monday. Elective inductions, elective being the keyword, elective meaning we're choosing to do this. It's not really needed. Elective inductions, they override God's timing. And nearly every induction, hear me when I say this, nearly every induction is elective at its core. They ignore that if a baby hasn't come yet, there's a reason. They ignore that it, labor is harder for a mom when it starts artificially. When you're trying to make it happen, it's harder. You have to make things happen harder because they're not ready to happen. You're trying to force it. You know, they ignore that the baby might not be as far along as you think since dating is far from perfect. We know that due dates, quote due dates, I like to call them guest dates, can be as much as two weeks off. So what if you induce and you think you're 37 weeks, but you're really 35? Then what? Is it worth a NICU admission for a sick baby because you allowed them to induce a baby that wasn't ready? Is it worth an unnecessary C-section? Is it worth recovering from a major abdominal surgery on Christmas because you allowed them to induce a baby that just wasn't ready, wasn't in the right position yet, wasn't ready to find its way out? How do you know if your baby is ready? Well, I'll tell you. Are you in labor? No then your baby's not ready. But you know who does have a calendar? Your doctor or your medwife. And yes, I'm saying medwife. They want to be home. And again, I get it. I was the midwife. I was the nurse that really just wanted to be at the house. I get it. But I, like they, chose an unpredictable line of work. See, they know that the more people they can get off their list this week, the less likely they're going to have to work on Christmas. 
but it is unethical to try to get a baby to come for your convenience, for the doctor's convenience. See, if something goes wrong in that induction, they will never credit it to the fact that they were trying to evict a baby that wasn't ready to be outside. No, they'll rather credit how thankful they were to save you. And then they'll go on about their business. Meanwhile, you may be spending Christmas in the hospital visiting a sick baby, or you may be recovering from an unnecessarily hard delivery or a major abdominal surgery, all while they sit back and eat and nap and open presents and don't think twice about you. And I don't mean to make them seem heartless. It's not that they're heartless. It's just that they are concerned with their own family like you are concerned with your own family. And they're just trying to get things done so they don't have to be at the hospital. I get the reasoning, but it doesn't justify the choices. You see, your induction is going to be sold to you as being about you. Maybe it's, let's just go ahead and get this baby here so you can see your baby for Christmas. Or they're ready, let's just go ahead and get them here. Or it'll make it easier on you to not have to worry about it on Christmas. Or any number of things. They'll make it about you. But it's not. It is about them. It is 100% about them. Unless there is a real documented, real, real, real medical reason, it is about them. If your induction is scheduled for this week, if you've already got it on the books, it's scheduled right now, hear me when I tell you, 99% of you, it's not a medical reason. Unless there is something in your history that has caused this induction to be scheduled for a specific time, for some specific reason, it's not about you. It's elective. And I would even say, I would even argue that maybe even that 1% of people who might have something going on that might need their induction to be at a certain time, the fact that they chose for it to just happen to fall on this week before Christmas is a little sketchy to me. Because why not last week? Why not next week? It's because of what they're trying to make happen, and that is that they don't want to have to deal with it on Christmas. How do I know that? How do I know that your election, your your induction is elective? I know that because if it was truly an urgent reason, if it was truly a medical reason, it would not be scheduled. It would have been done immediately. If it was truly something that was endangering your baby, it would have been scheduled at the time that that was discovered. So what do you do? You simply say, no, thank you. It's just that easy. I know it's not easy to say that, but you can say it and they'll get over it. See, you don't have to defend your reasons. Remember, they chose this job. It comes with their job. It's part of the line of work. You can't make an unpredictable thing be predictable without consequences. And you don't need to be the one who might have to potentially pay those consequences. They don't have to like it. No is a complete sentence. And you can let them know that you believe that it is better for labor to come when it comes on its own, when it's time. And this whole discussion we're having right here, it's really just for folks having hospital births anyway. Because home and birth, home birth attendants, 
birth center midwives, they don't do this because they can't. Neither would they if they could. See, at the hospital, the nurses are going to be there anyway. Honestly, they don't really care if you wait for labor. A lot of them are dreading this week because they know how many inductions they're going to have. How do I know that? Because I was them. It was a crazy busy week the week before Christmas. This is really all just about the provider. And this all goes back to choosing your provider wisely way back in the beginning. Because it's the doctor that this choice impacts the most or the midwife. They chose this line of work, but they don't want to have to work on Christmas. But here's the thing. They know it's possible and they'll be okay. Don't waver on your plan because you feel bad and you want to not be the one that makes them have to come in. Feeling bad is not, it's not a reason for induction. You need to put your baby first. You need to trust God more than you trust your doctor. And you need to trust God that he's going to bring this baby when it's time. He's already chosen this baby's birthday and this baby's birthday might just be December 25th. And you know what? Turns out if it ends up being December 25th, they're not going to have to share their birthday with too many people because... That's the lowest birth rate day out of the whole year, right? <laughs> Y'all, I want to thank you so much, so much for blessing me this year. I launched this podcast on January the 2nd. That was my Ruby, the one I was talking about earlier, that second baby. It was her birthday. I launched that day and getting to share with you mamas has been a great blessing to me in so many ways, in many ways that I never would have thought possible. Thank you for being a part of that blessing and thank you for trusting me to be a part of your journey. Please, please keep trusting in God. Trust his timing. He is with you and he already knows your baby's birthday that he chose. Don't try to override that. His way is always best. See y'all next week. Real quick, if today's episode blessed you in any way, would you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick five-star written review? It'll take you less than a minute, but it's the best thank you you can give me. And it will help my show to reach more mamas just like you so we can all find God's best for our families. I'll see you right back here in a few days.